We're live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Today's Monday, magnificent Monday, mindful Monday, magnanimous Monday. It's Monday, baby. Yes, it is. Hmm? Thank yes, you. It's Monday. And today we do have a topic. There's a few things on my mind this morning. But one thing I want to talk about is what is what is your favorite scripture? Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Happy Easter Monday. I saw you all dolled out in your Easter. I saw Sunday that too, yesterday. man. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Hey, baby, what your name is? <laughs> she had a good picture. My sister Stacy had a really good picture of herself. Saturday, she was at a wedding. I told her so. It was a good, attractive picture. And today we are going to be talking about your favorite scripture and why we are going to talk about it. And we are going. And, and before you go to commercial, I found myself singing some old spatchels like walk with me, Lord. Do you have any favorite spirituals or songs as well as favorite scripture? We will see. We'll be right back in a moment. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Thank you for joining us this morning. For this magnificent Monday morning, and we do have a topic for you today. The topic is your favorite scripture and why. Why is that a favorite? Why book? have you adopted a particular scripture to um, to be a lamp unto your feet? When I was um, when I was twenty eight, is when I got saved. Okay, twenty eight years old. As an adult, I say you need something to break. What is that pencil thing over there? That there, that pencil case, the pencil jar thing, the brace my phone on. When I was 28 is when I got saved as an adult. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was I was on fire for God. And I discovered this scripture that um that made me feel better about stuff that I wanted. And the scripture that I discovered at the time was Matthew 7 and 7. And that scripture says, seek and ye shall find, knock, and the door shall be opened unto you for all that seeketh, findeth. And I just took so much confidence in that for all that seeketh, whatever you're looking for. Why am I, why am I disappearing? I don't understand it either. But whatever you're looking for, eventually you find. So if you're looking for success, if you're looking for a way to publish your book, if you're looking for a way to go into business for yourself, if you're looking for a new job, a car, a new mate, whatever you're looking for, you eventually get. That's what I took out of that scripture. It was a scripture of confidence for me. I definitely did. I see that. 
Mm-hmm. And I like seven Matthew seven and seven because um, I love sevens. But mm-hmm. um, my favorite scripture Go ahead. was um, was or is okay. is. Jeremiah 29 11. I was going to say, you I, was this having, I, kept, I kept having Philippians in my mind. I'm sorry, I get cloudy every once in a while. That Philippians one is a good one too about um, <clears throat> what, um, they that wait upon the Lord is what you was probably going to. But John 20, I mean, um, Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for good and not evil that I may have, that you may have a desired end. That's a popular one. A lot of people like that one. Well, I specifically liked it because in order for God to have plans for us, that means he had to have known you before you knew you had plans for yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. So, say that slow for people that didn't catch it. In order for God to have plans for us means that he had to know us before we knew we had plans for ourselves. How about that? And a lot of times, some of the things leading up to that were disconnected, disjointed, maybe Why is this going on? and all these different things. But then when all of the green, when all of the lights turn green and the situations turn, <clears throat> start to making sense, then um, that scripture just becomes revelatory because he knew about all of it before any of it ever happened. We went to that. I like that. Good so, morning, Dr. Deborah. I said my favorite scripture used to be Matthew 7 7. And then around 2009 and 10, when I got really, really gung ho into being an entrepreneur, just doing my own thing, my favorite scripture changed. It went from morning, Matthew Dr. 7 7, it went to Colossians 3 23 and 24. And it says, Whatsoever work you do, do it as if you're working for the Lord and not man. For you know there will be a reward for this. What? So I mean, I should not even be working as if I'm working to please a man. I should be working as if God himself is my direct supervisor. And I'm trying to please God with the work I'm doing on that day. And I'm doing it to please God because I know a reward comes from that. And that became my next favorite scripture. Absolutely. Um, Good morning, Katora. For me, my next scripture was we talk about your favorite scriptures and why my yes and my next favorite scripture was ephesians three and one okay um because well first let me give you a scripture there's a time and place for all things and everything under the sun and it goes on to tell about where the time to laugh time to cry time to live time to dry time to gather stones time to cast away stones there was all and of the these time to gather stones mm-hmm. that's what i said it's gather first and cast yeah away. Um, and then um, that scripture was ruined for me by the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> Not ruined. Ruined. No. What that? As you start off with is a time to live, a time to die. I hear the I hear the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> it's okay. Time to break in, a time to chill, to act a little wild, act real ill. What, whatever you do, come on. They ruined that scripture. <laughs> but what that what that meant to me in that season was that I was not being contrary to who I was. I was simply being who I needed to be for that particular season. And for me, it was difficult realizing that I had a right to um, behave different ways because of different seasons. Amen. 
So what, so what say you, Miss Phyllis, do you have a favorite scripture? Why so? Dr. Deborah Dunstan, do you have a, And you can have more than one. You can have several. We got more than one. Mm -hmm. Consumer Green, do you have a favorite scripture? Sister Jacqueline, she says, marvelous Monday morning from Arizona. Sister Jacqueline, do you have a favorite scripture that you're willing to share with us? What is it? Because um, I want to know. Another favorite, favorite for me is the 23rd Psalm. Well, the Lord is my shepherd? Yeah, it's a comforting, mm -hmm. it's a comforting uh, scripture for me. Oh man, I gotta. I'm gonna have to bring him up. You know, another one is a, it's a comforting scripture. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want because He's taking care of me, no matter what. He's taking care of me. That is a comforting scripture. Psalms one. I'm gonna go there for y'all. Psalms one and one. And I didn't want to um, mess that up, but Psalms one and one was a beautiful. It's a beautiful scripture. I never forget Pastor St Stenneth Powell, who has a. It's called his church is called Abundant Life. It's one of these mega churches in Raleigh, huge. And he says, Psalms one and one changed his life. Hmm. Psalms one, he says, Blessed is the man. This is the King James Version. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He says that right there changed his life. Because he said he took that to inter he interpreted that as to stop taking advice from people not doing better than you. Stop hanging around with people that's not going anywhere or doing just sin. Stop doing that. He said that changed his life. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Why are you taking advice from people that are ungodly? Why are you taking advice from people not doing better than you? He said it changed his whole life. Went from a drug dealer. To a man of God. Dr. Deborah's favorite scripture. John 14 and 12. Verily, verily, I, I say, say unto, unto you. you. <laughs> he that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall, shall he do also. And greater works than these mm. shall he do, because I go unto my father. Absolutely. I love it, Dr. Deborah Dustin. That's one of our favorite too. We love that. Look at the confidence in that scripture. You know. Verily, verily, I say unto you that believeth in me, the works that I do shall be, he also do and greater works than these. What? You're going to do greater works than God? Than Jesus. Than Jesus? You're going to do greater works than Jesus? Mm. And these shall he do because I go unto my father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dr. Deborah, do you know the scripture, um, spiritual walk or any of you guys? Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. That might be too. Um, so most of you guys might be too young for that scripture, but that spiritual. We had spiritual choirs in our church. <laughs> I was surprised Lisa knew it <laughs> this morning. She did know it. Nobody sang that song with more soul than the Mercy Seat Baptist Church in Brooklyn, New York. Dr. Deborah goes on and says, John 14, 12, lets me know that we have some power. We can do some things. We can change some things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Deborah said, I love that. I know that script, spiritual, Brian. That's right. 
No, now Lisa's version was higher than the way we used to do it. We used to, I mean, we used to put the hump in our back. My uncle Jerry, my uncle Jerry was the pastor of the church I grew up in, and we was there every <clears> Sunday. My uncle Jerry McNeil, and he was one of those hot preachers, you know, with a with a, with a handkerchief and like this, you know, a whooping preacher. Uh, yeah, he, well, he he didn't whoop. He said hot. Okay, and he would say, and then da 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 da, hot, and then da 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 da, hot, and then the Lord did this and that, hot. <laughs> And he used to sing that song, Walk With Me, Lord. Oh, my God. You couldn't help but get caught up, man. <laughs> we used to love it. Me and Tracy, we used to love that song. Good, Good morning, morning Craig. Craig. How you doing? He says, Good morning, everyone. Let us all have a blessed and great week on purpose and enjoy it to the fullest. Hallelujah, Brother Craig. Yes. You know, because you know Craig says that to us. But think about the power in the state. Have a great week on purpose. That means you have some say. You got some say. There's stuff you can do to ensure you have a great day and a great week. Like, it's going to be a good week. Go. Yes, it's going to be there a go. good week. Come on. It's going to be a good week. Yes, it's going to be a good week. I have figured out how to start saying that under my breath. Because a lot of times I wake up and I want to just jump up and say it. But I, everybody in my room is oh not my sleeping, God. so he's not awake. So I just I learned how to say it. Say it to yourself, then. If you I gotta do. do that way, golly, you act like I don't let you sing. So no, I didn't act like that. I was being considerate. Right. One of these, one of these husbands, you may speak now, or you may not speak now. <laughs> no, Lisa, you may speak. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Craig said, at least I woke up singing that this morning. How about that? How it'll about get that? in you. It'll get in you. It'll get in your spirit. It will get in your spirit. <clears throat> Another one of my favorites. I know the Lord will make a way. Oh, yes, he will. I know the Lord. We'll make a way. Oh, yes, he will. Come on with me, y'all. Come with me. He'll make a way dun, 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 for me and for you. Dun, 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 dun. The Lord will see you safely through. Come on with me. <laughs> Amen. I like it. Don't you feel better when you just let it go like that? I know I do. <laughs> what is your favorite script favorite scripture and why? Why is do that? Do you a have a scripture? favorite scripture? And if so, why? Share it. We're interested in receiving the understanding and the encouragement from what you may be resting on. I promise if you will share your favorite scripture today, you'll feel better. You know, because you'll remember, you'll hearken. That's a better word than to remember. You'll hearken to why that's a favorite scripture of yours. I think so. Verily, verily, it's cool words. <laughs> listen, listen. I said what I'm about to say is true. Verily, this is true. Truly, truly. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Deborah, for submitting yours. Who else submitted one today? Um, that was it. That was it? Come on, y'all. Stop holding back. What's your favorite scripture? Why is that a favorite scripture of yours? I know I enjoy them, too. Um, and it's been a while since, you know, um, 
one of our friends, at least in our dear friends, his name is Pastor um, Tim Johnson. And our, one of his sermons he gave, I just never let it go. He says, if you will read the Bible for 15 minutes a day, you cannot be unhappy. And it just it just resonated with me so much. I never let that one go. Good morning, Miss Felicia Gardner. She says, good morning, beautiful people. Felicia, do you have a favorite scripture? And what is it? And why is that a favorite scripture? You want to read Sister Jacqueline? You read it. I'm looking up something right now. Okay. She says, my favorite scripture is the entire chapter of Romans 12. Amen. That hangs on my wall. My life's mission statement. It tells me to present my body a living sacrifice. Talks about my gifts, being patient, faithful, and gifted, and concludes talking about not getting revenge. 21 powerful verses. We Amen. have to memorize that. We have to memorize that. We didn't have to. We just did um, because it was also one of my pastor's favorite. Um, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. I absolutely love that that um, scripture as well. Um, my Another one of my favorites is uh, Romans 8, 28 and 29. All things work together for the good for them that love God and, know, and are called according to his purpose. Um, Dr. Deborah says, touch the hem of his garment. If is one I could touch, touch the hem of his garment and his love has made me whole. How about that, Dr. Deborah? <laughs> Good morning, Dr. Beverly. Um, Great morning, Dynamic Duo from Tarnes. You too, Brian. <laughs> Brother Tarnes, do you have a favorite scripture? Why? Or do you can, can you even remember some of them from some of those uh, spirituals? I almost said uh, a boondocks influence. They call them Negro spirituals. They, um, they didn't invent that. That's what they were called. Uh huh. Greg Sam. His favorite scripture is Psalms 1. Um, the last verse. Mm -hmm. The last verse. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly will perish. Absolutely. Now, that's two. I was. I don't know if he was on earlier, Craig, when I was talking about Pastor Senate Powell. He said Psalms 1, 1 and 2 changed his life. You know, blessed is he who does not sit in the seat of the scornful or, or seek of the counsel of the ungodly. You know, come on, man. Don't take advice from Jazine and everybody. Don't take advice from the sinners and the scornful. You know, change your life. The ungodly will perish. Felicia uh, says John 3.16. The simple meaning behind John 3.16 is that you are loved by God and can be forgiven. How about that? Her See, what it resonates for Sister Felicia is John, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What she takes that is that you are loved. You are loved and you can be forgiven. Hallelujah to that. Yes, Tarnas. Psalm 23, definitely, definitely one of my favorites. That's the second mention of Psalm 23. Um, uh, Psalms 1 has been mentioned a couple of times as well. Uh, I did, uh, my scriptures was Matthew 77 and Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm telling you, they... There are so many nuggets inside um, inside the Word of God. There's another one that I use a lot in my in my business is Proverbs. Uh, what is it Proverbs twenty one and six, eighteen and six? What is it? Eighteen and I, six. It's Proverbs eighteen and six. 
It says, the people curse the ones that withhold the grain. Blessings upon the ones that will sell it. Okay. People curse the ones that withhold the grain. Blessings upon the ones that will sell it. The grain, the people that won't sell it, curses upon you. That's what the people are going to wish upon you if you won't sell the grain. What's your grain? Your grain is your intellectual property. Your grain is what you know how to do. Your grain is the skill, gift, and talent that you have. And the way I interpret that scripture, Proverbs Proverbs 18, and I believe it's 18 to 6. I say it all the time. But um, it says, uh, if you won't sell what you have, curses upon you. But if you will sell what you have, blessings upon you. I take that as you are supposed to sell. You're supposed to sell what you have. Absolutely. Whatever you've been blessed with, you're supposed to sell it. Absolutely. That looks better, actually. Maybe. Okay, cool. I don't know what the deal is. What the dealio? Okay. All of it is crazy. Dr. Deborah says, hey, Felicia, I also like John 3.17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be, the world through him might be saved. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I need to go around there and brace that thing? Please. Okay, I think um, we have something underneath it or something. That's why I can't. No, it doesn't need to be there. It's not helping. I'm totally disappearing. I'm just ahead sitting here, and I don't know what it is. Can you just move it? Where? Over. Oh, no. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, these uh, this and I'm I'm thankful for the rain today because this pollen has got me just itching everywhere. My ears are itching. I can't breathe at night. It is too much. Good morning, Happy Mr. William Brown. Today to you, William Brown. Now today's show, we're talking about your favorite scripture, maybe even your favorite spiritual, and why. And uh, we've done this show before, and I remember the last time we did this show. William Brown brought his in the room. Mr. William Brown, do you, do you have a new favorite scripture that you want to share with us? And why is that a favorite? And you're welcome to share more than one if you want to, because we have. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I have quite a few favorite scriptures. I got, I'm just itching like crazy, like I want to dig my head out. You practically had your whole finger in your head. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like, oh my God. <laughs> If I had something smaller, I'd probably be coming out the I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> digging for gold up in that thing, man. What's the deal? It is itching. But what when I think of a favorite scripture, I often think of the scripture that, that you need at the time. Like yes. I'm needing comfort, I'm needing encouragement. <laughs> what you need at that time and in that moment. Yes. Dr. Beverly. Oh, my Lord. Dr. Beverly, good morning to you, Dr. Beverly. And when you get to a place where you can when you can talk or type or text or whatever, please tell us your favorite scripture. I know it's going to be a good one. It might be one that's been already said already or may not be. But Amen. Amen, Bill. I love that scripture, Jeremiah 1 and 5. It's reminiscent of the same one for meaning sake okay. for, for um, Jeremiah 29 and 11. But Jeremiah 1 and 5 is before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Mm -hmm. And before thy, thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. 
I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. Again, going back to, for me, the thoughts of that. God knew all of this before, before I knew who I was, before I knew what experiences I would go through. And all of it somehow orchestrated to fit together, to fit these very things. Amen to that. I'm going to pull up another one that we love. But uh, this is a beautiful time to, I promise you, by the time this show's over, you're going to feel better. And once again, happy Easter uh, Monday to you. Happy Easter Monday. I hope that you enjoyed your resurrection service on yesterday. And I hope that you had a blessed day with your family as well. Yes. Um, First Chronicles 4 and 1. Okay. First Chronicles 4 and 1. First Chronicles 4 and 1. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. I have to, I have to go back up here. Dr. Deborah, definitely for four Chronicles four and first Chronicles four and ten. That? And Jabez called on the Lord of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, and that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Go back up to Dr. Deborah again. All right, now look how first off. This is the only mention of Jabez in the Bible, okay? I think of, um, and that uh, basically says, and Jabez called on God, saying, "Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed." He just asked me bless and enlarge my coast. Let's talk about that. Enlarge my coast, enlarge my territory, enlarge my what? What does that mean? And what does that mean to you? Enlarge my coast, enlarge my territory. That means what? Being known in a larger area. Uh, being able to reach larger areas, uh, being able to travel to larger areas, do business in larger areas. But that's what he's praying for. Enlarge my territory. Hallelujah. I like it. And that thine hand might be with me and that thou would indeed keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God grants him that which he requested. He's asking God to keep him from causing pain to anybody else. Felicia, amen. Psalm 91, all of 91, but verse 1 and 4 shows God's protection. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, uh, and he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust, and his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. That uh, Psalms 91 was actually... Uh, imprinted on a napkin and sent to me by a random stranger once. And I really, really appreciate it. I think it's beautiful. You see Craig's ass post? I got to tell it to you. Um, Craig's I, go ahead. Bill, uh, be, one in five says, because it encourages, Jeremiah one in five loves that as his favorite scripture, says, because it encourages me to look to God, the source of me and it all. Amen. Uh, Dr. Deborah says, Brian, we were doing that at the same time. Yes, yes I saw that. 
Um, I saw that. Brian Ezekiel 2517. What movie? What a movie he says, and I will execute. Oh my lord, this is great. <laughs> I do an impression, but I'm gonna read you what the Bible says verse. And I will execute great vengeance upon them with furious rebukes, and they shall know that I am Lord when I shall lay my vengeance upon them. What movie is that from? Pulp fiction, but Samuel Jackson does it this way. And I will strike down upon thee great vengeance and furious anger those who choose to destroy me. And you will know that my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Blah, 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 blah. He does it all. He does it like two or three times in that movie. There's a scripture I got memorized. Sort of fits the occasion. Ezekiel 25 and 17. And I will strike down upon my enemies with great fury and great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to destroy my brother. And you will know that my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Now, hearing that scripture while a gun is pointed at you takes on a new meaning. Sure. <laughs> Jacqueline says Jabez yes indeed Psalm 91 yes love so many scriptures I taught my children the alphabet hanging scriptures that began with each letter A to Z all over How about the home they learn scriptures and their letters at the same time now as adults they can easily know 26 verses amen I love that and that sounds like such a sister Jacqueline thing to do Oh, my brother, George. How you doing, Chef Rev? Mr. George Allen, come on. We got Thank you so things. much for sharing your um your your Easter Day pictures with us on yesterday. We absolutely love them. I love seeing your wife in her beautiful dress. It was lovely. And your son is getting so big. Oh my goodness. First Corinthians 15 and 17, New Living Translation. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. Christianity is unique in that the essential belief revolves around an event. How about that? Thank you for sharing that. Craig thought it was funny too. And I will strike down upon my enemies with great vengeance and furious anger, those who attempt to destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Okay. I've seen that movie once or twice, you know. You think? Mm-hmm. I'm saying. For Craig said, I thought you got a kick out of that. I did. He did. <laughs> I did. No doubt. No doubt. You will feel better. It's impossible not to feel better when you spend some time with the word. Dr. Beverly uh, says, Isaiah 54, 17, Psalm 23, Psalm 1, Exodus 13, 12, where it talks about the matrix is open acts, mm. uh, 1, 12 to 14. Then yesterday I spoke from John 20. How many detours in your life were you forced to take? Just know it wasn't by accident. Amen. Amen. You had that talk yesterday. It will still take you to your expected finish and not realizing that some of the life detours saved you time and didn't delay your time. I can't see Tag, that. you're it. Oh, tag, you're it. <laughs> Amen. I knew Dr. Beverly's gonna bring us one or two or three or four or five. She always does. She brings it. So, what is your favorite scripture and why? And how is it 
keeping you, helping you, or moving you. Romans 5, Keturah. This has been my go-to scripture for years. I know that through my faith, I have peace through any tribulation. I have peace no matter what is going on in this world. I have peace through God. Amen. Amen. Romans 5 is... Thank you for sharing. I know you're going to feel better. Just the, just the, just taking your brain to think of a favorite scripture and why is going to make you happier. It's going to make you feel better about your day. You know, just that exercise. You got it? Yes, yes, yes. I love it. Um, th therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That's right. They, they make you feel better, and they also make sense of your world. These scriptures, they make your world matter and make sense. Why is this happening? I knew you, man. You're not going to be, I mean, you're not going to be caught unawares. You're not going to be caught off guard. You know, these, these detours, like Dr. Bembe just said, they're for a reason. I foreknew you. before While you were yet in your mother's womb, I foreknew you. Come on. Uh, Brother Craig says, Lisa, I was back at the Mecca. RPT this Rupert weekend. Towers this weekend. What? Oh, what? Since when is River Park Towers the Mecca? <laughs> River, River Park Towers is an apartment community. <laughs> That's what we would call it. Apartment community in the Bronx. Okay. What? It's more than that. It's where it began. We yes. were like, we were like, that's your origination. Yeah, right? we were we were becoming who we were in Rupert Towers, who we are. There are so many people that have gone you on right, to do right. so many things as a result of being there. That's right, Craig. Get them. Watch your mouth, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to watch it, Craig. I'm going to watch my mouth. I'm not going to cross any more lines. I'm telling you. Because Lisa froze up on her brother. I was braced for it. I was like, the, I love you, but I kill you. The room got cold. <laughs> Yes, that's where hip hop started. Absolutely, Cedar Park. Come on, Cedar Park. Come on through uh, Roberto Clemente State Park. We had the beginning there, baby. You know that's debatable, but um, Dr. Beverly says detours will keep you alert. Detours will keep you from having to turn around anyway. They will also keep you from from danger. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I think it's good, but um, please don't ever get it twisted. I will rep RBT. <laughs> I will. I need my man Doug Utsi in the house because we'll rep East New York, Brooklyn. Yeah, y'all can. You're repping with a delay. A delay? What are you talking about? It started in the Bronx. Baby, it did not. <sighs> y'all hadn't seen, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, KRS-One and and battling back and forth with different rappers about where hip hop started. Uh-huh. They can battle. Yeah. They can have their opinions. Like, you have to hear the story again and again how it all got started way back when. Mm -hmm. The monument was right in your face, you know. And he he thought it started from the South South Bronx, South Bronx. Exactly. South, no, South Bronx. I'm glad you was I'm glad you was getting No, there. I know the rap. Baby. Uh -huh, was, right. I know, that the, part. I know the jam. Mm -hmm. Okay. Obviously, I think rap started on my block. Okay. You know, actually started by my dad when he would give us a spanking. 
and he would take out his belt and he'd hold us with one hand. He'd go, dick, 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 not tight, dick, 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 not tight, dick, 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 not, dick, not, dick, not, dick, not tight. That's where it started, see. Whatever. <laughs> Felicia says, what a great way to start out a day after Easter. Possibly you can share a scripture that comes from your heart every morning with us. What Amen. a suggestion. What That's a suggestion. suggestion. <laughs> yeah. I, laugh at him. <laughs> laugh dip, at him. Dip, 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 not tell you. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> That's where it started, baby. Maybe someone else has the same or similar confession. Okay, but yes, we talked today about what's your favorite scripture and why. You know, um, there are some people that call them the CME Christians or the CME believers. I like to identify myself as believer in these days, but the CMEs, the first person who says, who can correctly post, what are the CME Christians or the CME believers? What does that mean? The CMEs. I don't know. I do. And you will know too. Let's see if one of them um, can come up with it first. Who's going to be the first one to post? What are the CME Christians or believers? The CME church folks. What are those? Dr. Deborah brings it in again. First uh -huh. Corinthians 12, 4 and 6 to 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are diff there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. In six, there are diversities of operations, but it's the same God, which worketh all, all. all in all. All in all. I think That's right, another, Dr. Deborah was first. Uh, Christmas, Mother's Day, Easter. <laughs> That's the only days of the year that you have to go. Oh, Lord. Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter, Christians. That's right, the CMEs. Thank you for that, Dr. Deborah. Uh, Felicia, thank you so much for putting him in his place. She says, hip-hop started in the book. Oh, okay, okay. I was born fine. in New York City. Okay, fine. You can have it. Okay, fine. You're right. Whatever. <laughs> so many of you guys are familiar with the CMEs. <laughs> the CME Awards. <laughs> the CME award goes to the person who hasn't been in church for so long, they're not even sure where to sit. They're trying to sit in the choir stand. Two seats up there open? No, no, no. That's not for you. You got to sit down there. That's who gets the award. Okay. Uh, Dr. Beverly says, Christians, Methodist, Episcopal Church, the colored church, I think it was the African-American denomination back in the day. <laughs> That's probably true, too. But I was specifically thinking, when I said it, I was thinking about the Christmas Mother's Day and Eastern folk. <laughs> yeah, she said, oh, those. Yes, those, <laughs> those. Bill got it too. And Dr. Uh, Shepherd and Dr. Deborah got it first. That's it. That's, That's right. It. She typed faster than you guys right there. The CMEs. <laughs> good morning, Mr. Mark Greer. How you doing? He said, good morning, people of greatness. Take a second and pause. Realize you are alive and today you have the absolute power to bring forth a miracle. Bring it! He says that in all caps, so I had to bring it. Uh, Brother Mark, we've been bringing it all morning. And Brother Mark, while I got you here, I know you're busy. Do you have a favorite scripture? And why? Why does that matter to you? That particular word. You may have more than one. Is there a, a spiritual 
that that resonates within you, within you. You know, there's few of them for me. Jacqueline says, when I was newly married, I wrote love letters to my husband from the Song of Solomon. Amen. Such as, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Amen. Amen. Song of Solomon is a great love story. A whole bunch of songs. haven't got it, if you haven't read through it, take some time to read through it. There are love songs. There's even some sadness songs in there, too. As the deer panteth for the waters, though my soul panteth after you. Now, we sang that song, too, but a little more soul than that, baby. Lisa and I had a fun time this morning because um, that song, Walk With Me, Lord. And I was telling her how my Uncle Jerry, my Uncle Jerry was the pastor of the church I grew up in, how they used to sing that song with so much soul. And Lisa knew the song, but she sang to me her church's version of it was sang at a much higher pitch than what we did. But I liked her version, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite scripture and why? And why? Jacqueline said, Lisa, I love that song. I love it, too. I love that song. There's, a, there's another version of it. Um, like the deer panteth, panteth for the water. There's another version of that with a little more soul in it, you know. What is it? It's not coming to me. And it will when it comes to me, I'll, I'll be happy to share it, baby. Thank you. Okay, I won't hold back. Yes. So what's your favorite scripture or your favorite song, maybe? And definitely, uh, we're going to get to our favorite songs, which are the songs that we sing to you guys. It's about 940 right now. By the way, we didn't even ask. But I'm going to tell you, I had a good weekend with my wife this weekend. I got a chance to spend a lot of company with her. We even had some from friends of ours visit from out of town. If you go do that, we got to do it fast. You know, got to go because, you know, 940 already. Lisa's got a card in her hand. Let's do that first. Hmm. So you're going to take your time because I said, let's do it fast. Um, Brother Mark says, the power of life and death are in the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Amen, amen, amen. Absolutely. And the scripture is, I do great. I mean, the card is, I do great things. The scripture is John 14 and 12. Let's look up John 14 and 12, baby. Since I do great things, not thinking about doing, not suggested doing, not plan on doing. It says, I do great things. How about that? I do great things. I love those I do's and I wills and I haves. You already got it. You will do it and you already have it. Uh, we've already read this one. This one was actually Dr. Dr. Deborah, Dr. Deborah brought it up earlier. Yep. Verily, verily, I do, verily, verily, I say unto you that, that's you, excuse me, he that believeth in me, Excuse me. The works that I do shall he do also. Now, we are the um, people still get it twisted. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not chastising anybody. But Lisa Santiago McNeil and Brian K. McNeil, we go by the moniker of the empowerment duo. Friday night, we were so blessed to be um, the guest instructors from Sister Trey Kearney out of New York on her show, Love. uh, I can't remember. Love Love Lessons. Love Lessons. And we got to instruct on what love is and how you do love as a marriage. How do you do it? And we gave some stuff. And she seemed to have thought it was really, really good because she's taking snippets of our talk and broken them up 
and to put them out different places and keep encouraging people to check it out. But we were blessed to be able to do that on Friday night, and it was great for us too. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to thank our consistent contributors, and we're going to thank um, those of you who uh, have been rocking with us for years with greeting songs and greeting logos. Every one of these greeting songs and greeting logos you have earned. And it is our honor to share them with you. Let's go. And I do want to take a moment to say happy birthday to Sophie. She had a birthday on yesterday. She turned nine. Go, Sophie! Sophie is Melissa Price's youngest daughter, I think. Yes. Let's go to the top, please. All right, up today, up first today, as often is the case, Miss Phyllis George. Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. I don't even know how to properly articulate to you guys how good it feels to come here Monday through Friday and see your name and see your face. It means something. It hey, means Dr. a lot. Hey, Dr. Deborah. Dr. How Deborah are has you? a song, too. Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Dr. Deborah Dunstan. We're so happy that you're here with us. Thank you. Yes. Sister Jacqueline Rosier, according to Jacqueline. Jacqueline Rosier, pretty little one that I adore. You're the only one my heart beats for. I'm so glad that you are mine. Good morning, Sister Jacqueline. Felicia Gardner says, it's not a scripture, but the serenity prayer is so powerful and brings me peace and understanding. God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yes, the serenity prayer can keep us out of a lot of mental angst, a lot of mental torture even. Couture Green has a song, Back to Life, Back to Couture Green. However, do you want it? However, However do you need it? Do you need it? <laughs> Good morning, Katura Green. Peace, bro. Definitely, Katura. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Craig Sab. Craig. Craig Sab. 1,000 degrees. You'll be on your knees and you'll be burning, begging, please. Brother Freeze. Craig. Let me borrow your VCR so I can build the teeth. <laughs> and Felicia Gardner. Felicia's here. Felicia. We love you. You're the one, the one for me. Good morning, uh, Dr. Beverly. Dr. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. Good morning to you, Tarnes. Tarnes. Do it, baby. Do it, do it, baby. Do it, baby. Do it, Tarnes. Yeah. Hey, Brother Tarnes, and good morning to you. William Brown is here. Hey, Bill. <clears throat> good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody thinks like him still. We love him so, and we always will. Our friend Bill. Sometime this week, we're going to have Bill in studio as a, a special guest. On Thursday. Thursday, yeah. William Brown's going to be a guest, and he's got a story to tell you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think that we have all. Oh, there we go. Mr. George Allen, a.k.a. Chef Rev. He's in the house, too, and contributing. But why must I eat like that? Why not hire Chef Rev? He puts the good food in me. Not, 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 not. That's right. You know what, Lisa? Hmm. I think it's about time that we 
you know, commission him for some ribs or some chicken or something. Something, 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 something. No, Mark no. Greer's coming up too. I saw Mark, Dr. Beverly. We did her already. Mark Greer's here. <clears throat> so wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under, under a groove. He's getting down just for the, the funk of it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Good morning to all of you. And if you tune in and saw us singing and wonder, hey, they didn't sing my song or didn't sing me a song. Well, maybe you don't have a song yet, but you can get one. I saw Crystal Blake, I thought, early. Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's what she said, but I thought I saw her name early. I didn't see her. Okay. Anyway, you got to show up to get your jam done. That's all it is. uh, Chef Rev says, uh, Proverbs 20 and 29, the glory of young men is their strength and the beauty of old men is the gray head. Hey, man, I love it. I would have had a gray head if I let my hair grow, but I let this cotton show on my face. (laughs) Proverbs 20 and 29, that's right. Love it, love it, love it. I love all of you guys, and I thank you guys for being here with Lisa and I today. You make our day. You make our day. You make our morning. You make our day, and we're always looking forward to new and interesting ways to celebrate them with you. Definitely want you to join us, and feel free to send us your suggestions of some of the things that you might find interesting or maybe even want to see on our show. Now, tomorrow is the third Tuesday of this calendar month. And you know what we do on each first and third Tuesday of the month? On the first and the third Tuesday of the month, we take time in the evening at 7 p.m. to celebrate women in the group called Women Empowerment Networks. That's on the first and third Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Yes. And also at 7 p.m. in a different section of my household, we host what's called Male Empowerment Networks. Um, tomorrow night at 7 p.m., I'll send out the invitations today and um, for tomorrow, too. If William Brown, you can make it, that'd be great because uh, Mark Greer comes. And boy, I tell you, it's been gooder and gooder. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be great to have you with us. Just go to womenempowermentnetworks.com. To register, ladies and men, you can just go to mailempowermentnetworks.com and pop in. And pop in. You don't even have to register. You just join right in directly. All mm-hmm. the information is there. Yep. Connect with men, connect with men and join meeting. That's it. D-A-S-S-I-T. That's it. <laughs> and we love having you. We love you sharing with us. And we certainly hope that you have an amazing day on purpose, like Craig said. And in the meantime, in between time, don't forget to have sex. You're getting us out of here two minutes early.